close your eyes and bring your attention to your body. Whether you are sitting, standing, or laying down, make sure your body feels relaxed and supported. Relax the muscles in your face, jaw, neck, and shoulders. Take a few deep breaths. As you breathe in, imagine drawing peace, calm, humility, and openness into your body and mind. As you breathe out, imagine expelling tension, negativity, pride, and stress from your body and mind. In this state of calm and receptiveness, take a moment to say a prayer that your mind will be guided to any revelation the Lord has for you today as you ponder. As your breathing returns to normal, turn your thoughts and attention to the Temple Endowment Covenants. As I share teachings about the law of the gospel, allow your thoughts and the spirit to guide you. Don't worry about focusing on every statement or question I share. One of the covenants participants make during the endowment session is the covenant to live by the law of the gospel. The General Handbook of the Church defines this as exercising faith in Jesus Christ, repenting daily, making covenants with God by receiving the ordinances of salvation and exaltation, enduring to the end by keeping covenants, and striving to live the two great commandments. These are to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind, and to love thy neighbor as thyself. You may recognize these principles from the fourth article of faith. In the scriptures, Jesus defines his gospel as faith, repentance, baptism, receiving the Holy Ghost, and enduring to the end. When we develop faith and repent, and get baptized and receive the Holy Ghost and strive to remain faithful to the end, we are changed. We want to do what's right and to follow God's will. We want to be acceptable to the Lord.
Other B.H. Roberts discussed this process the following way. The person who so walks in the light and wisdom and power of God will at the last, by the very force of association, make the light and wisdom and power of God his own, weaving those bright rays into a chain divine, linking himself forever to God and God to him. This is the sum of Messiah's mystic words, Thou, Father, in me, and I in thee. Beyond this, human greatness cannot achieve. As this change happens, we are ready to live the highest versions of the laws and commandments we have been given, the truest form of the gospel. Christ mentioned several higher laws in his Sermon on the Mount. As I read a brief summary of each lower law and its higher law counterpart from the Sermon on the Mount, try to think of a time when you have been successful at living the higher law especially when you were tempted to hold yourself to the lower law only. Instead of just don't kill, don't get angry with others. Instead of just don't commit adultery, don't entertain lust. Instead of just don't break your oaths, don't make oaths, simply speak plainly and stick to your word. Instead of an eye for an eye, turn the other cheek.
Instead of hate your enemies, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Instead of praying, giving alms, and fasting publicly for the approval and praise of men, pray, help others, and fast in secret. Christ summarized all the laws of the gospel in two commandments, to love God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Many of the Ten Commandments, including most of these higher law additions to the Ten Commandments, have to do with loving your neighbor. In his Sermon on the Mount, Christ even mentioned the Golden Rule, saying, Therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them, for this is the Law and the Prophets. Do you live the golden rule in your own life? Can you think of any recent instances where you did or said something to another that you would not have enjoyed had someone done or said that thing to you? If you are a parent, how about toward your children? Those who live the law of the gospel 
our promised salvation and eternal life. As Joseph Smith once explained, we should not watch for iniquity in each other. If you do, you will not get an endowment, for God will not bestow it on such. But if we are faithful and live by every word that proceeds forth from the mouth of God, I will venture to prophesy that we shall get a blessing that will be worth remembering. there are also other blessings that kick in before Judgment Day and the Eternities. These are found in the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, also called the Beatitudes. A footnote in Matthew 5 verse 3 explains that the Latin Beatus is the basis of the English Beatitude, meaning to be fortunate, to be happy, or to be blessed. When you live the law of the gospel, including the higher laws given in the Sermon on the Mount, you take on new character traits or attitudes that lead to happiness and blessings. As I read each character trait and the accompanying blessing, ponder instances when you have successfully embodied that trait and think about how you can apply that trait in a situation you regularly face in your life. Blessed are the poor in spirit who come unto me, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. When have you been poor in spirit and come unto Christ? In what situations would this attribute help you? Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. When have you mourned and been comforted in the gospel?
Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. When have you exhibited meekness? In what situations can you plan to respond with meekness? Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Have you ever felt yourself hunger and thirst after righteousness? Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. When have you exhibited mercy? In what situations can you plan to respond mercifully? Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Think of a time you can say you acted with a pure heart. How can you keep your heart pure? Thank you. 
Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. When have you acted as a peacemaker? In what situations in your life can you plan to respond like a peacemaker would? Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Have you been persecuted for righteousness' sake? Are you willing to experience persecution for your faith? To wrap up our pondering of the law of the gospel, think about anything that stood out to you while you were pondering. Did you learn anything new? Were you prompted to act or to make any changes? How do you feel about your efforts to live the law of the gospel? Consider asking the Lord at some point how he feels about your efforts as well. When you are ready, 
take a final deep breath. As you open your eyes and return to your surroundings, take a few minutes to write down any thoughts, questions, or promptings that came to mind while you were pondering. And if necessary, make a plan to act on those things.